Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evans Work. That's my brother Matt. What up, Doe? We are here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully 15 minutes. Folks, just some quick uh, business to take care of before we get into it. Business! We are. We are actually going to two pods a week from here on out. I don't know if you, for those of you Dose. that have been with us since season one, once the playoff rankings start coming out, which are going to start this Tuesday, we move to two pods a week. We'll hopefully have a five-minute pod for you every Tuesday ish, night, ready to roll ish, for your ish, ready to roll for your Wednesday commute. And we're also this year going to move Pick'em to that podcast. So look forward to that. Should start this week. Should give us more time to talk about you know analysis for this week. Anyways, man. So now that we're not doing the all the top 25 roll call let me just give you the big movers and shakers in the top 25 we have Iowa State springing up 11 spots after to 14 after defeating TCU and Ames then we have Michigan State tumbling eight spots to 24 after losing to Northwestern and your Cougars Washington State drop 10 spots after losing to Arizona they are now 25 we are welcoming two people to the party Number 21, Mississippi State, and number 23, Arizona. Matt, your reaction. It is cute in the way that the coaches poll continues to rank Michigan. You see they they bump them up to 24? Uh Uh Uh-huh. Harbaugh's got some kind of deal. For as unlikable as he is to other people, something's going on there. I mean— Did you notice that uh, the discrepancy in Notre Dame, too? Notre Dame is five in the AP poll and eight in the coaches poll. That shade from the coaches. Yeah, I mean— Harbaugh is not likable because he's weird. Brian Kelly's not likable because he's a dick. So they're just like, yeah, pretty, nah, dude, pretty. not going to be able to do it. No, I, I thought those moves were fair. I, I know Iowa State has two losses, but are they not 2-0 and against top five teams? Should they be Should they be higher? I, I think you could make a strong, strong argument. The AP carried LSU for like mm-hmm. 12 weeks. And Florida State. Like, like deep with two losses. Michigan, they carried deep, a lot of teams. Deep, deep. Throwing shade. I did notice there are no Pac-12 teams in the top ten. None. Yikes. Not going to find it. Hashtag Pac-12 after Thoughts dark. about that? Speaking of the Pac-12 after dark, Matt, Stanford had two weeks to prepare for this one in six Oregon State team, and they barely survived. Uh, with love they... out, obviously that puts a wrinkle in, in their offense. But for sure, but Oregon State's one and six, and they scored their first touchdown with 22 seconds left in the game, first and only. Oh, I, dude, I was seven of the Cardinals' eleven drives went for under 20 yards. Yeah, yeah. Oregon State was bringing the the energy, although Corvallis isn't exactly a daunting place to play. No, I, the, the stadium was half empty. I don't know if yeah. you watched. But. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I did. I don't know. It the Pac-12 is pretty mediocre. I I don't see anybody coming out of the Pac-12 for the playoff. On wax. Interesting. I still think one can move in there. Well, you know, would take some teams to lose, but sure. that, that is looking more and more likely. Speaking what of your that, other reactions to uh, last week, so our group of six darling South Florida went down to Houston. Son sad, God. sad to see him go. Bless America. They fell Major out of the Apple top twenty-five. Uh, no, they didn't. Yes, they did. South Florida. Hang on, oh, sorry. Address. I'm still on the coaches' poll. <laughs> coaches showing some love for Charlie Strong. Fair. Fair, yeah. AP's not having it, though. So they fell out. That was sad. Iowa State, Matt, I know we said last week they're secretly good. Can we just say they're good, though, now? I just told I'm you they should move great. up. They're good. You were they're like, straight eh. up good. Eh. 
I said you could make a strong argument. Uh, I was very impressed with that game. They held a TCU offense that has scored 35 touchdowns yeah. this season and been averaging about 450 yards, 445, to zero points on offense. They had Their one touchdown was from special teams. And 307 yards. That's why Be you don't as a millennial say. pick Be impressed. road teams in October, at least when I feel like it. Yeah, right, when, whenever you feel like it. It turns out it's really hard to win in the state of Iowa. Hard to win at Kinnick. It's hard to win at Ames. Fair. Like those, fair. Again, like those houses in it, Matt. You go in there, you might not come out alive. 100% fair. 100% fair. But another reaction, I'm more interested, I think the fans are more interested to hear your reaction to this than mine. Did we see the end of the John O'Corn era? He was benched. Peters came in. Feel for the dude. Thoughts? Real mature tweet at the end saying, love this oh, squad. Oh, yeah, very. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Peters look good, and commentators were saying... Well, this is kind of what John O'Corn did against Purdue. Like, no, dudes. No, dudes. O'Corn did not look this good against Purdue. And, like, I'm going to use very, very, very mediocre as in terms of good there. But, uh, I mean, you're playing about the worst team in the Big Ten at home. So, Agreed. Uh, If I may say on wax, because I really like the analogy, what I told to you and our number one fan, Skyler, um... (laughs) Michigan is pretty good in the same way that your friend's amateur production of Hamlet was. Eh, pretty good. Like, it was really good. More yeah, good for amateur man. production of Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is Michigan and how good they are. Your friend's amateur oh, production yeah. of Hamlet. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the best stat I saw, I don't know if it was on Twitter or Facebook last week, but it said in Jim Harbaugh's last 11 games, he's 6-5. and Urban Meyer's lost five games in the last four years. Yeah. They're like, so speaking of coaches, also you're gonna have to take that back. You know our number one fan is my college roommate Ryan Putz. Shout out to Putz. Appreciate you. Appreciate all your. Or love. is it Megan Albertini? We have a lot of. Oh, we do. It some uh, some contenders there. But Jim McElwain and Florida. What just happened? Yeah. So for folks that don't know yet, um, he was f- fired, fired. Mutually parted ways. Fired. Unclear. They asked him to take um, a lower buyout. Come at on, this dude. point, anyways, shortly before the taping of this pod, I can't say that I'm particularly shocked given, one, all the suspensions that have been going on in Florida, and then, two, for the folks at home that don't know, he just, like, straight up made up some death threats that You're not shocked? The, the king of the, the no midseason change is not shocked. One, you again, you always take my argument out of context. I say they're not no. common. I don't deny their existence. And, two, they happen when you have... Off-the-field issues, like Jim does, okay? Butch Davis, well, at the time of this taping, still has a job. Jones, Why? Because he has Jones, no— Jones, He's bad, Jones, but— Jones. God, I always do this. I always do that. <laughs> Butch, Butch Davis Jones, from 2000 Hurricanes. <laughs> Butch Jones still has a job. Why? Because he has no off-the-field issues. If he had off-the-field issues, he'd be gone. Is that Bielema's deal, too? I think so. I mean, I, I don't think either of those guys that you just mentioned are going to have jobs. But so, the reason they're allowed to coach through to the end is because they uh, don't have off-the-field issues. Is, Anyways. Yeah. is the what What's fireable about McElwain? Because uh, let's also remember he's been to— How many he, Florida he, players have been okay, to okay, okay. Does he have any control over his squad? And then, two, you make up death threats. I'm sorry. You can't do that. All right. I, I don't understand what you guys want, you guys, Florida leadership— He's been to back-to-back SEC title games. He's won the East two years in a row. Mm -hmm. And in his first two years, he won 19 games, something no other coach at Florida has done except for Steve Spurrier. Agree. Speaking of Steve Spurrier, 
supposedly Steve Spurrier reached out to him through back channels, asked if he wanted any help, he'd come on staff. And <laughs> Jim was like, nah, pass. Really? Which I'm very surprised by. Yeah. If Steve Spurrier reached out to me, I'd be, yes, please. Good but. Lord. So the fake death threats was weird. Fireable, though? Uh, off the I think field. when coupled with the suspensions, it's just not a good, I don't know. It's not a good look. I'm not entirely surprised, Matt. There have been 25 head coaching changes in the SEC since Alabama took over. Does that surprise you? No, it doesn't. But, like, hey, dudes, there is Urban Meyer. Sorry. Excuse me. There is Nick Saban. Then there's Urban Meyer. And there's everybody else. I know. Florida, welcome to being everybody else. Welcome to the exact problem the Big Ten has. I, like, you've played in back-to-back SEC title games. What? What, what else do you want? I, no, I, I agree. I, I would not have fired him, I don't think. But I'm saying I'm not surprised by his firing. Um, some candidates for being thrown around as potential replacements, not only here in Florida, but in Knoxville, in uh, Lincoln, um, are Iowa State's Matt Campbell, UCF's Scott Frost, and Memphis's Mike Norvell. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on their prospects? Do any of them land in Gainesville or anywhere else? Oh, I love... I. I I love the Matt Campbell nod. I, I love the Scott Frost nod. It's been a long time since Miami, Southern Florida, and Central Florida have been the best three college football teams in Florida. I think that's never happened. <laughs> and, you know, he's already – Frost is already recruiting in Florida, so he's familiar with a lot of the high schools and mm -hmm. high school coaches there, which is definitely beneficial in selling yourself for the Florida job. If that's something you're interested in. You know, I don't know. Do these guys have any type of Chris Peterson loyal, loyalty where they just stay at Boise for like 10 years and be offered a bunch of jobs and not take them and then all of a sudden take the Washington job? Because Campbell's hot right now. You've beaten two top five programs in this season. That shows some serious metal. He had a – Highly successful program at Toledo, but this is going to a new level at Iowa State. Agreed. I would say he is the least likely of the three to leave, if for no other reason he's in the Big 12. He's already in a uh, Power 5 conference. That's like the best launching pad to success. Like you can get to the playoffs via yeah. the Big 12. I don't think you can get to the playoffs in the other two conferences. So of those three, I would say he's least likely to leave. Plus, like, very impressive turnaround. And yeah. there's all, like, you know, Iowa State – historically is not a great program but memphis it would be a step up to go from memphis to iowa state right correct but like there's only so many more steps you can take after iowa state so agree again, I, but we three you agree florida's a step up from iowa state agreed agreed yeah but again i'm not going anywhere where nick saban's in the conference <laughs> not gonna be able to do it so let's talk about other coaches okay can we talk about your guy who's my guy lane Lane. Uh, Lane, I believe you're referring to your guy, but yes. Lane, 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 Lane. Oh, man. I don't know where you want to start. I would love to start with his tweets at Lamar Jackson. Jackson grows up in Florida, and he, he Lane, tweets at Jackson, come home for her, hashtag FAU, under Jackson's tweet. Reactions? Is Lane being Lane? Uh, he also had to take this tweet down, apparently, because it's, it's a violation. Um, Lane being Lane. What did he tweet after McElwain got fired this afternoon? He tweeted a, like, it was a picture of a stormy <laughs> clouds with type on it, and the type said, um, great things just around the corner, great things to come. And I'm talking, like, five minutes after the news about McElwain. Yep. McElwain's departure. So 
I assume he's trying to angle for that job. There's also a uh, Alabama judge who just missed a fraud suit against Lane Kiffin this week. So Lane Lane just coming up roses this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not the hero we want. He's the hero we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Building off of other weird coaches' things. Mike Leach has taken his Texas Tech withholding to a new level as he hired a private investigator to figure out how he can get his money back. That's some ex-girlfriend level creepiness, man. Like, I, he, <laughs> he is convinced that I, – I don't know the particulars. Like, I don't know what his contract was. I have no idea. He's convinced they owe him a lot of money. And yeah, if anyone's going to do this, Mike Leach is going to do this. Dude, Again, I'd say – put a kid with a concussion in a, in, a, in a box – that was dark for like a couple hours. Let me tell you, I've watched the Ohio high school athletic video on how to deal with concussions. There wasn't a slide in any of that 28-minute presentation that says put a kid in a cardboard box. I didn't. Huh. I missed that one. Maybe it's like in the appendix or something. You know how much I love myself for saying that uh, JT Barrett is the best two-minute quarterback in college football? It was a good call. It was a good call. Give me. I defended your analysis on social media. You Shout did. out Coach Dan. <laughs> You did, which I appreciate it. But uh, what did you think about the end of that game? Uh, one, I just want to say that best game of the season. So oh far, yeah, for sure. Yeah, potentially best game of this season. Period. We'll have to see how the rest of the weeks play out. I mean, I was very impressed. Penn State played great. Ohio State played great. You saw some great play on the defensive line by both squads. They were getting pressure on both quarterbacks. Yep. And at the end, you know, JT. I don't remember the last time he's actually had to run a two-minute offense. It's potential that. I mean, not this season. Maybe not even last season. Uh, he handled that very well. He was. The, he was. Uh, the I don't frightening know how you JT cannot be impressed with quarter. all with all of the Buckeyes. But there were great finishes across the Big Ten, almost happening all at the same time. While that Ohio State Penn State game is going down, Northwestern and Sparty drove into three OTs, and yep. Maryland and Indiana had this just old fashioned shootout back and forth, uh, with the Terps coming out on top. And with the Wildcats coming out on top. All right, Evan, we had a hold me back moment. You Lay ready for me. this? Lay it. Texas head coach Tom Herman called out the Texas student section. Herman said, I was disappointed. We've got to win. Everybody loves a winner, and some of that's on us. I was disappointed that we performed to the point where students had that kind of apathy for it. Talking about how empty the home bleachers looked at their most recent home game. Your thoughts? Love it. I mean, you know, I think college football, way more so than the NFL, like home field advantage is a thing. The student section is a big part of that. Love it. Uh, I love how, you know, he's saying it's kind of, you know, mostly on us. But, like, come on, guys, help me out here. Reminiscent of, I believe it was Nick Saban who Alabama used to have a certain number of seats set aside up front for the Greek life. Yep. And they weren't showing up, and Saban was like, okay, Greek life no longer gets those priority seats, and just gave it to the general student populace. So, I mean, I love it. I think it's a great move. And the king being the king. Mm-hmm. We have two fatheads, one of them being a coach. First okay. fathead in a couple weeks. College football's been good. Assistant- they, they, college football's been well-behaved over the last couple weeks. Yeah, well-behaved until this week. Dartmouth, assistant head coach, Dion King, removed from Harvard Stadium after punching out a window up in the box. Good Lord. Over what? Dartmouth not playing well, Let's put, to put it gently. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then number two fathead, Troy Clems, Clemens, 22, of Morgantown. Also 
the mascot of the West Virginia Mountaineers. The Mountaineer. Speed, the Mountaineer. Okay. I still, it's, it still weirds me out that a human's and a mascot, but anyways. Was speeding on a road in Morgantown, was pulled over. The deputy responding, smelled alcohol on his breath. He blew up point. One, two, six. Holy shit. In today's era of Uber and Lyft, I don't understand how anyone gets a DUI, but... Good lord. Beyond me. I don't know if it affected their loss. All right. Maybe. So, for the fans for this week, we got Dion King, we have Troy Clemens, and then, can we also put the Northwestern student section on the fathead list? They rushed the field. Ooh. Guys. Ooh. Guys. Guys. Michigan State at home, come on. Act like you've been there. Like, and they kind of have. They've been to some bowl games. They've done some things, right? Certainly they've beaten Michigan State before. Agree. Agree. All right, folks, before we head out, Evan, we are going to come back Tuesday night after the CFP rankings are out. I want to hear your four teams for the playoff right now. Not necessarily the four teams you think the committee is going to rank, one, two, three, and four, but if you are in charge of the playoff, and you had to pick this week four teams, who do you pick? Go. As in the final, not right. how I would rank the them. Final okay. For the natty. I would be taking Alabama. Yep. I'd be taking Georgia. I'd be taking Ohio Whoa! State. Okay. And uh, I think I'd take Notre Dame. You know you can't take two game. from one conference. You know that. It could happen, man. It, well, one, it's going to happen one day. So we should I all agree. Just get used, fair, you, fair, fair. We fair. should all just get used to that. I think. If we're going to take two at some point, this Georgia team deserves to be that too. Well, we'll see what happens. That that SEC title game is looming large. Okay, yeah. so I agree Bama, Ohio State, because they now have head-to-head in the East against Penn State. So mm-hmm. if they run agree. the table, they're in the Big Ten title game. Wisconsin is having a good season. You've got to appreciate being undefeated because so few teams do it, and they are at this point. But in Big Ten play, they – they don't play anybody. Like their schedule is so soft. I gotta yeah. take the Buckeyes over the Badgers. I actually would take Oklahoma. Take out of the big. Bold move, Cotton. You know, the their loss isn't great. It was a close game though, to a team that we're seeing also beats a TCU team. So Iowa State, the better Iowa State plays, the worse that loss looks for them. Baker Mayfield, you know, you have a Heisman Trophy candidate for quarterback. I mean, all those things boost your resume. Next week, we're going to find out some stuff. Your birthday, Saturday. Bedlam, we got Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Feel free to tweet me happy birthday, people. (laughs) The week after that, though, son, here's what's going to decide it. You ready? It's Catholics versus convicts. Miami and Notre Dame are going to meet up. I'm taking the U out of that game, so I'm taking Miami as my final playoff team out of the ACC. Wow. Yep. I, so Clemson and North Carolina State play this weekend also on your birthday. Mm-hmm. It, North Carolina State leads Clemson in the in the conference right yep. now because Clemson has the Syracuse loss. Interesting. Interesting. That should be a good game. People tune into that. We might, you know, pick it on Tuesday night if you're interested in what we're going to do. Hopefully we see you then. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know how the college football discussion goes at the water cooler tomorrow morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at 15MinU and Evan underscore 15MinU. Thank you very much. Remember, folks, don't pick them like my brother. Don't pick them like my brother.
Rough, man. A lot of takes at the end. <laughs> a lot of, lot of takes for that last one. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't get that out. Well, it happens. I got to type that line out, so I'm... So yeah. I got it. I think that was your problem. Preach. <laughs>